Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by no one. Valtteri Bottas going off into the gravel. Okay, Valtteri. Don't block people, Ricciardo. Rejoin safely. Rejoin safely. Yeah, it's just cutting some grass here. No, you can rejoin now. Actually, Valtteri, if you want to stay out and take the flag, you can go to the grid. You are on pole position. Yes, guys. (laughs) Thanks. This thing runs much better grass than my lawnmower at home, too. Did know Mercedes was making lawnmowers, but we'll look into it. And on the show today, we talk all things Formula One, as always, looking into the booby grabber keeping seat at Haas still somehow, Hamilton winning more awards and ranking the 23 drivers from the season from worst to first. All that and much, much, much more. But it's now time to make way for the PIIMF. The Big Daddy, the Smooth Master Sexy, the reason why I believe in love and wonder, Mr. David Croft, take it away, Crofty. It's lights out and away we go. Once a week, one man emerges from the pit lane to deliver all the news, discussion, and results of Formula One. Well, that time has arrived. Sit back, relax, for the Park It In My Ferme show. Here is your host, Caldy. That is right, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, Caldy, and welcome to another episode of Park It In My Ferme, the podcast for Formula One. All things Formula One here. Discussion, news, opinions, and much, much, much more. Make sure you head to the website, parkinginmyfermate.com, to catch up on all the episodes and things you may have missed. Or to any of your podcast listening streaming platforms. I think I'm on them all. Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. We have a huge mammoth colossus show today as we wind up the year. The remarkable 2020 season. It is the last episode for 2020, and we can finally start putting this horrible, horrible year behind us. We will rank all the drivers that competed this year, all 23 of them from worst to first, and explain why they are graded in that order, talk about the New Year's resolutions for F1 and their teams. But first, we need to talk about the news. And when it comes to the news, we need the best news music going around. Whistleman, start doing your thing. Time to start off with some positive news for Sir Frank Williams, discharged from hospital. So here at the Parking in My Ferme show, we want to spread the cheer and hope that Mr. Williams and the Williams family for their uh, speedy recovery and only hope their dying F1 team can also recover as quickly. In other news, Mazepin, Nikita, my boy, not getting the sack from Haas. 
If you're an F1 fan and don't know about this, then you have been living under a rock. Nikita Mazepin had a video surface a few weeks back of him groping and clawing and pouring and grabbing and fondling and touching a woman's chesticles. What made it more ridiculous was the fact that he himself was the man that posted the video to his own Instagram story. He was clearly celebrating himself getting an F1 seat and decided to risk it all by lurching at the titty. What's surprising was Hass's silence around the whole thing. It's plastered all over social media and the public wanted Mazpin gone. With such a large crop of young talent in F2 as well as reserve drivers all up and down the pit lane at the moment, it was almost a certainty that Nikita was to lose his seat. So why didn't he? He finished fifth in the drivers' championships in F2, behind a couple of men that don't even have F1 seats and another couple that got F1 seats after or at the same time as he did. With Sunada going off to Alpha Tauri and Schumacher joining him at Haas. So what could it be? Oh yeah, that's right. It just so happens that Daddy is worth over $7 billion. So that might have something to do with it. As long as Daddy's purse is full, then Nikita will always have a gig in F1 and can grab away until his heart is content. We're going to have another quick mention here. This week marks the seven-year anniversary of Michael Schumacher's tragic accident. We wish him a speedy recovery and hope that he can one day, well, we can all one day see the great man on our screens visiting his son in the F1 paddock. Over the next few weeks... I will be reigniting the debate of greatest driver of all time and you can bet your bottom dollar and believe that Michael himself will be talked about. As well as this next driver right here, Lewis Hamilton, another award and another congratulations to the great man receiving FIA Personality of the Year. A great honour and well deserved. The man did nothing wrong. Got a few lucky breaks, but drove like a freaking racing god and dominated the F1 season like I dominated the buffet at the local Chinese restaurant. Congratulations again, Lewis Hamilton. And that is all there is for the news. And it's time now, end of season, we are going to make this a tradition, but we're going to be ranking all 23 drivers. That's right, we had 23 of them from... Worst to first for the F1 season. Let's start straight away. Number 23, 3 to 21, is Fittipaldi, Aitken, and Latifi. The two Williams and Haas driver didn't do much this year. And Fittipaldi and Aitken don't even have a seat for 2021. Latifi, again with a very rich father, will continue to be outqualified by George Russell, but... You can place these three in any order that you like. I have Latifi 21st because he at least raced in every single race this season, whereas the others only got a chance towards the end of the season. But all three failed to score a point. Number 20, K-Mag. This guy is simply gorgeous. That blonde hair, that little blonde fuzz around that mouth. I wouldn't mind sliding into that pit lane if you know what I mean. Better than the other three. Worse than the next 19, number 19, Giovinazzi, because he just isn't better than the next 18 drivers. The man is the racing car Jesus. He literally kind of looks like him. Number 18, Roman Grosjean, the human torch. He was on fire for at least five minutes. What a moment that will live on in infamy. It was a shame 
We never got to see the man race again after that horrific crash, but he outscored his two teammate by two points. No, sorry, he scored two points. He outscored his teammate two points to one, so na-na-na-na-na-na, boo-boo, Roman is better than you, you. Number 17 in the top 23 drivers of 2020 is Alexander Albon, all the way down at number 17. Very, very disappointing season. Probably the most disappointing driver of the 2020 season. In what was the fourth fastest car out there, he only managed to finish seventh in the drivers' championships with errors after errors keeping him off the podium, with his two best efforts being two third place finishes. I think he has been a little hard done by, but he was thrusted into that seat and expected to do great things, and it was pretty obvious that he wasn't quite ready. He won't be on the grid for 2021, being replaced by Sergio Perez, but. He has said he will be focused on 2022 return, and I hope to see him get another chance. But the reason he's 17 was he just cannot drive with the big boys, basically. Number 16, Kimi Raikkonen, the Iceman, the man, the myth, the legend. When they connected the drink, the man is unstoppable. All jokes aside, though, he had one of the best moments of the year, a true moment of brilliance in a horrendous car in the Alfa Romeo. If you can find the footage of the opening lap of the Portuguese Grand Prix from this year, then you need to watch this. He is in 15th place for this one race. Okay, he starts 17th. And in the opening lap of the race, he managed to overtake 11 cars and get himself up to 6th. 17th to 6th on the opening lap. It was one of the most remarkable things I'd ever seen. And he did it in an alpha. He will always, always been one of my favorites on the grid. He is clearly just out there collecting a paycheck at the moment and driving as fast as he can while doing so. So glad he can continue to enjoy him in 2021. The man is a true champion. Number 15, Daniel Kvyat. Kvyat was the bridesmaid to Gasly, the bride. But he certainly raced well. Very consistent indeed and reliable getting his car across the line in all but one of the races. His results were a mixture of points and non-points, but he did an alright job with the vehicle that he had. He will be... Just unlucky that his teammate had a more incredible season and put all that pressure on himself. Number 14, Esteban Ocon, the man from Renault. He had a meh kind of year. He was like the first time you see a vagina. You get all excited and giddy, but soon you realize you don't really know what you're looking at. Not really sure what you expected. One or two minutes of brilliance, but at the end of the day, you just want to play with the boobs instead. I'm not really sure where I was going with that. One second place finish and that was handed to him from stupid mistakes by other teams and nothing else to write home about. That moves us on to number 13. Ooh, we're moving up the list quickly. Sebastian Vettel, 13. He finishes up at Ferrari this year and heading over to Aston Martin to drive alongside Lance Stroll. I think this is a huge opportunity for Lance to learn and develop his craft and start pu- start putting that pressure on those top teams. But Seb had an interesting season in what was the most difficult year at for- in-, in Formula 1. He was uh, 
constantly outperformed by his teammate and had to try and make the monstrosity of a vehicle perform when it clearly didn't want to. He had a mixed bag of finishing in the points and out of the points, but he did manage to get a third place podium in Turkey by passing his teammate in the final corner in such an exciting race. Another one of the top five races, if you haven't caught that list, make sure you listen to the last episode where we went through the top five races of the year. But now we're up to number 12 in the driver's rankings. Lando Norris. I love this kid, and I think he will be a superstar in the sport. He is so funny and simply a great personality to have in the sport. But I feel it was a bit of a nothing meh kind of season from the man. He has a couple of patches of brilliance, setting two fastest laps this season, getting himself on the podium in the first race of the year, But since then, it was a lot of finishing eighth. And that's about it. I'm not sure why he doesn't seem to fight like his teammate does. Or some of the other cars in that tier two list of drivers. But I just hope with the Honey Badger by his side next season, it lights out. It lights a fire right under him. Still hilarious though. Let's listen to him on his birthday back in Turkey. And there's no one here to sing with me and embarrass myself, so I'm just going to say happy birthday, mate. Cheers, Will. Appreciate it. Uh, Actually, can you sing it? We're doing a pit stop, so I can't. I'm sorry. (laughs) Number 11, Lance Stroll. A lot of people always criticise Lance and say he only got the seat because of daddy, but he didn't actually... He did actually have some moments of brilliance again this season with two podiums. Although it should have been at least one more, he finished twice on the steps. And that's nothing to sneeze at. Started on pole, however, in Turkey. And after an interesting team orders and then Stroll's confidence being shot, he managed only to achieve a ninth place finish. But the two most exciting races of the year, the Italian GP and the Bahrain Sakia circuit, he managed to get two thirds. And that's why I placed him 11th on the grid. Let's listen to him celebrate. Stroll crosses the line and he does go pole. 147.7. Lance Stroll is on pole for the first time in his career. Said P1. P1. Yes, boys! <laughs> Let's go! Let's go! <laughs> yes! Brad, I want to hear you say it, mate. That's pole position. I want to hear you say it! <laughs> That's pole position, Lance. Pole position. Let's go! Number 10, George Russell. A lot of people would expect me to have the man much higher up on the list, but we aren't making a list based on potential. He had a great season out-qualifying Latifi in every race this year, and not only out-qualifying Latifi, but he only got out-qualified by Bottas in the Mercedes by .026. 26 one-hundredths of a second in Bahrain. That Bahrain race, where he got the opportunity to race for Mercedes, will go down as one of the biggest clusterfucks in motorsport history. Not once, but twice, did they screw George over, and it was clear that Russell had no idea what the hell half the buttons did in that Mercedes. There will always be a lot of winning in this man's future, but it's just going to have to wait another year as he has to race for Williams for one more season. Let's take a listen to the devastation of Bahrain, the most famous race from the 2020 season. Okay, George, really sorry about that, mate. Honestly, you had the pace today. 
But uh, yeah, really sorry for, for ending up in this situation. But still, points today. And you, uh, you really showed your strength. Guys. I don't know what to say. That was taken away from us twice. Honestly. It's been a pleasure and I've loved it. And honestly, I'm gutted. I'm, I'm absolutely gutted, but... We'll give this opportunity again. I I hope we get this opportunity again. Thank you. Now, well done, mate. You really showed your mettle today. Really showed it. Good job. George, it's James. Notwithstanding the events today, well done. You drove a solid race. Every time you were set back, you fought through. And, uh, well done. George, I'm sorry for that. That was a brilliant, brilliant drive. Thank you. Thank you. Number nine, here we go, top ten, let's go. Number nine, Nico Hulkenberg, the Hulk making a surprise entrance this high up. He only raced in two races, covering for racing point drivers who failed COVID tests, and he absolutely surpassed all expectations. The highlight being the Eiffel Grand Prix at the Nürburgring, where he was having coffee with a friend and was told to drive the 80 or so kilometers to the track to qualify later that day. He didn't make it out for Q3, which isn't surprising, not having done any free practice in the car, but he went on to not only score points, but finish ahead of Vettel and Kvyat. It's a shame he hasn't got a seat for next year, but there are only 20 seats available. I do hope to see him race again very soon. Number eight, Valtoy Bottas. The second chair over at the Mercedes has played second fiddle all year long, being compared to the Barrichello back in the Schumacher dominant years, and he did alright finishing second in the Drivers' Championship. But it was a bit of a nothing season. He still needed to get more out of that car. And when Sunday came around, he sometimes just shat the bed. He qualified fastest five times, but only won two of those races. He is contracted to Mercedes for 2021, but don't be surprised if Mercedes do all that they can to wiggle out of that and give that seat to Russell at some stage as he proved he can handle a Mercedes car far better than Bottas can. Number 7, Charles Leclerc. There was so much promise for Ferrari young stud to elevate himself to the new level this year, but Ferrari unfortunately shat the bed again. However, there were moments of brilliance from this man and it was a real case of the driver outperforming his car. He has had a great season despite being forced to drive a tractor around that circuit. He only just finished behind Carlos Sainz and Alex Albon in the superior cars and finished ahead of Lance Stroll and Lando Norris in the Racing Point and the McLaren. He will be a future driver's champion. He just needs a team that gets their shit together. Number six, Pierre Gasly. You can only do what you can only do with the tools that are given to you. This man could fly to the moon on a bicycle. He is that good. Gasly had an incredible year in what was what I like to call his revenge season. Still driving with a chip on his shoulder from the 2019 demotion from Red Bull to AlphaTauri. He has since been trying to prove himself and prove himself he has... He scored as many points as Daddy's boy Lance in the Racing Point, and not only that, he won a fucking race in an AlphaTauri in Italy. It will still remain a highlight for the season for me, and with Yuki Tsunada 
as a teammate for 2021, he better watch out because that his teammate is going to challenge him big time. Let's listen to the audio of Gasly winning that Italian GP. Oh my God! What did you do? What did you do? You Oh my god, guys, we did it again! Oh my god, yes! B1 can, B1! We just won the race! David beats Goliath. And now it's time for... Cody's Top 5. That's right, it's the Top 5 Drivers of the 2020 season ranked. Here we go, number 5. 5. Carlos Sainz, consistency is king in F1, and this man was consistent as all hell. This smooth operator only finished on the podium once, but finished in the points in all but four races, with two of those races retiring due to mechanical issues. This back-to-back season finishing sixth in the Drivers' Championship, and next season, with him heading to Ferrari, things are only going to go get worse for him. Although I cannot wait to see the battles between him and Leclerc, I want to hear this man sing to me just one last time for the year. And for one last time, I will sing for you. Ah. Smooth operator. Smooth operator. Number four, Danny Rick. Danny Ricardo. I have him high on the list and high on the list of men I would most likely turn gay for. He failed to win a race this year, but he outperformed that Renault from race 1 through to 17. Now qualifying his teammate in all but two races, outperforming his teammate in most races. Had some horrible luck in certain races that kept him off the podium. Bahrain is a prime example where Ocon finished second behind Perez. And Ricardo missed out due to team orders. But the man finished twice on the podium and made Cyril get some fresh ink. I'm very excited to see what Danny Boy does alongside Lando Norris come next season. I predict that the McLarens to finish third in that Constructors' Championship. Three. Number three, Sergio Perez. Sergio is a machine. He was racing for a seat in 2020, and he finally got one for 2021. At the 11th hour, he was granted one by Red Bull. Well-deserved. He raced consistently from start to finish, scoring in each race that he competed in from start to finish. With the expectation, with the exception, sorry, of the Abu Dhabi and the magnificent drive in Bahrain, Sakir Circuit winning from dead last. Back of the grid during this the first lap of the race. He was the obvious choice to get that Red Bull seat for 2021, and although it always sad to see another driver lose their seat, it's even worse keeping a driver out of a prime seat when they have worked so hard for it. Let's have a listen to that win in Bahrain from last to first, Sergio Perez. Let's hear it. The man who was in last place at the end of lap one comes home to win the Sakir Grand Prix. Sergio Perez, wow, what a race for him and for racing points. Yes, Jekko, P1, yes. <laughs> Lance P3, Jekko, Lance P3. Oh, I those guys. Just stay ahead of the guys if you can, Jekko, stay ahead of the guys so you can line up properly when you come in. Good job, guys. Luis. Number two, Max Verstappen. 
Max was, he had a great season. The Red Bull man was all or nothing in every race this year. And the ones he struggled in, he failed to make it to the podium, were usually a result of a mechanical issue or a crash. There wasn't one instance of just poor driving. Although he only secured two wins for the year, he is a beast and an absolute machine behind the wheel. Let's hear the emotion and relief in his voice from that final race of the season in Abu Dhabi. The checker flag's in sight. Verstappen wins the Abu Dhabi Grand Prix. Done it, Max. Won the race. What a way to close the season. Really, really fantastic, mate. Yes! What a great race. The pace is really good, guys. Congrats. Oh, after uh, you know such a busy uh, year, I think everyone was a bit tired at the end, but to win that last race, uh, it's amazing. Thank you very much, guys. Max, that was absolutely clinical. Well done. Enjoy it. Yeah, we, we call that a simply lovely race. And the number one driver for the year. One. Lewis Hamilton. Whether you love him or you hate him, think he is boring for the sport or not, the man wakes up pisses excellence and wins races and at the end of the day that's all you want your driver to do he is the greatest of all time well is he we're going to be exploring that over the upcoming weeks but as it stands right now he is definitely the greatest in the field and a well-deserved number one on this list let's listen one more time at lewis try and think of something emotional and inspirational to say in that incredible Turkish Grand Prix win. The world championship record is equaled. Lewis Hamilton wins the Turkish Grand Prix and is a seven-time champion of the world. Mate, you have got to be proud of that. What an awesome drive. (laughs) That's for all the kids out there dream the impossible you can do it too man i believe in you guys thank you so much everyone for your support it's time for another top five because i just love you guys just that much this time it is Caldi's top five new year's resolutions for our drivers and teams number five george russell five he's going to post more pictures on instagram with his shirt off the man is killing it with the ladies and can you blame him it looks like this body was just chiseled out of rock hard marble the insta god spends more time shirtless than a porn star and i don't have a problem with it one bit four number four carlos breaks out some new tunes this smooth operator has left mclaren and it's unfortunately killing his career over at ferrari so it's now time for a new song my prediction is that it's going to be goodbye my lover goodbye my friend a love song and tribute to lando norris who is now going to be frolicking with danny rick making carlos more jelly than my dessert three number three williams your new year's resolution score a fucking point two number two valtteri bottas will attempt to pull his finger out and make an effort in 2021 not to be outdone by his teammate by so much and to keep his seat away from George Russell and the number one New Year's resolution is to continue to bring you more Formula 1 content and news discussion and opinions I've only been doing this for 7 weeks and I've absolutely loved it my podcast being listed listened to in India, Pakistan, Saudi Arabia, Norway South Africa, France, the UK, Canada the US and Australia 
I'm going to continue to do a weekly show next year as well. Maybe even film a lot of it and put the podcast episodes up on Facebook and YouTube. So make sure you keep an eye out for those. So that's going to be it for this year, boys and girls. Thank you so much for stopping by. Make sure you listen next week as we start the discussion and debate over who is the greatest driver of all time. Schumacher, Hamilton, Senna, Prost? Also check out all the episodes from whatever, wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio and more. And head across to parkitinmyfermate.com just to see every single episode we have ever done. Make sure you like the Facebook page for the content. And don't forget to slide into my DMs if you are so inclined and hope you all have a Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays and an incredible 2021. Thank you very much for listening to the show. I'll catch you all next week for another Park It In My Fermi podcast episode. Bye. Thanks for listening. Sports Social Podcast Network.